You want some courtroom chemistry? Well, then apparently you want an Auburn engineer. Ladies and gentlemen, Gerald L. Pouncey Jr. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. <laughs> it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, loyal listeners to the best podcast at all of higher education. That would be the award-winning Hashtag Getting. Of course, you know that. It's brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm your co-host, Jeremy Henderson, a communications and marketing specialist in that office. My plaid pal over here. <laughs> I knew it. I could see you again. I starting from the top, nope. going down. Okay. How's he going to critique the, my look? And the shirt design is distinct. I don't know I if I've to, seen it. I had to dress up today. We had a oh, lot yeah. of special guests mm-hmm. here, especially one sitting in the room. Mm-hmm. Wish Jim could see that. <laughs> uh, yes, that would be Austin Phillips, uh, director of the Office of Communications and Marketing. My co-host, we have uh, Marcus Klutz over here, at least for the time being. On uh, knobs and, and uh, keys, uh, making things work, hopefully. And uh, today, a very special guest. Speaking of the council, speaking, I mean, it's a big day on campus. We big got 150 yep. barbecue, cookout, whatever the heck is going on over there. I've just ate, ate my, 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 my <laughs> I think, fifth hamburger you got patty. The mi- you got the meat sweats. It was, going I, got the, on. I got the meat sweats. <laughs> and uh, speaking of meeting people, let's, uh, Gerald Pouncey Jr., 82. Chemical. 82 grad chemical yes. grad it's the hard one no golly bum and what was it like back in 80 because it was you know it used to be kind of harder back in the day my oh everything was harder i, back I mean they the had day, to learn right? latin and all kind of stuff at least 100 years ago but well, and just imagine if you first you have to get a chemical engineering degree mm-hmm. uh, and then you go to law school Law school, <laughs> and we've had we've had some chemical had engineers some, yeah, who were lawyers, who, and we've had some chemical engineers who are surgeons, eye surgeons, eye we, surgeons, yeah, we've had patent several. lawyers. But no, hey, you're like, not a we, like we man. say, an engineering degree can take you anywhere. Take you anywhere. So let's talk about it. Thanks first. Thanks for taking your time out of your busy day, gentlemen. My pleasure to be here. And why? And 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 tell us, tell the audience why you are here uh, today. Uh, I'm here for the Auburn Engineering Council Executive Committee meeting where uh, a group of mostly older alumni, although we're getting uh, hopefully younger as uh, as we expand, but we're, we come here twice a year, Austin as I have, uh, for board meetings, uh, council meetings, uh, and then we have our executive committee meetings twice a year as well. So we're here four or more times a year, and it's our chance to give a little bit back to the school. I mean, and, we, and they give back more than just a little bit. And, too, and I mean, Gerald served in numerous roles on the council. Uh, most recently was uh, chairing our development, now advancement committee, our philanthropy committee. Um, did a wonderful job with that. And now he's next in line to be the chair. So he's vice chair. So two years. Dang. You, you're looking at the man. Right. Rock and roll. I mean, yep. it's a done deal. Done deal. I mean, it's a done deal. Votes are in the ta- been tabulated. <laughs> well, so how's that feel? Well, it's uh, you asking me or you asking the college. They, they may have different views. <laughs> well, you personally, right now. No, I'm excited about uh, serving in that role. It's something uh, I talked to Bonnie about when I was asked, my wife about when I was asked, and uh, it's uh, it's once again it's a great chance to give back. It's a tremendous group of people 
uh, when you're talking about the folks that serve on the council, but more importantly, it gives me the ability to, to interact with people like, like Austin, uh, like uh, Dean Taylor, and candidate like President Roberts, who was obviously our dean before then. Yeah, miss him. Miss that guy. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's interesting to me, though, because – you know, to see somebody who is so passionate about their alma mater, the the college and everything there, because Austin and I, liberal arts, I mean, I don't, I could not care less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, do they even have hey, a lump, but, I mean, uh, well, I engagement you, over there? You know, I'm just joking. Well, I know. And, and, and me personally, um, people like Gerald, uh, it's infectious, you know, when, and, and, you know, no offense from what you just said. Uh, but the money I give back to Auburn University uh, goes to the College of Engineering. Um, sure. You know, I, I, like you said, I, I'm a graduate of a different college as well. Uh, but because of people like Gerald and the work they do and seeing how much they support this college that um, has given them so much, you know, I believe in it just the same. And I, I try to put my money where my mouth is as well. well so, so what has Auburn? given to you why why how'd you get down here yeah let's start at the beginning let's, let's back the, it the gerald patsy story well, well <laughs> uh I'd, I'd like it to be a more glamorous answer but honestly it uh in terms of having to cover my college expenses uh, all of my expenses it made it easier to go here uh, because i had some uh benefactors in opelika which as you know is right next door they were willing to give me a job and allowed me to work my uh, classes around my education until I could start co-oping. And so it, it's uh, it. And I, I mentioned this uh, earlier. It, it's so interesting because I really didn't understand Auburn had the reputation that it does around the southeast and the country when I came here. Uh, I had a distant cousin tell me that uh, you know why in the world are you thinking about going somewhere else when you have Auburn next door. And I didn't realize how how right he was <laughs> until I'd graduated, got out into the workforce, and just saw how well respected the school is, particularly the College of Engineering. And I know I'm selfish in saying that, but I can only speak to what I know. And uh, and Auburn is just so well thought of when it comes to that college. Why why engineering, and then more specific, why did you decide on chemical engineering? Uh, number one, I, ha- I enjoyed chemistry. Two, I enjoyed the uh, enjoyed math and thought I was reasonably proficient at it. But even then, uh, I had been told that it that an engineering degree opened opportunities in a lot more things than just engineering, that it would give you the ability to make some choices on a career path uh, that you might otherwise not be able to make. And I, that really drove my decision. And you're living proof of that, too. So you get out of college. What? What were the what were those next steps getting out of college? Yeah, I had uh, I had thought that I was going to end up uh, working as a chemical engineer with Exxon. I had an offer from Exxon, an offer from Chevron, and my intent was to work several years, save up the money, then come back and go to law school. Uh, I had, in fact, I had applied to a number of law schools uh, outside the southeast and had uh, asked for a deferment so that I could work, and had received a couple of deferments. Uh, I uh, then had a friend suggest I uh, apply to uh, to Georgia, which I did. Fortunately, ended up with a, a scholarship, which paid for everything. And so I made the decision at that time to go uh, straight to law school versus uh, stepping out and working for several years and then going afterwards. Well, and it's one of those that, uh, you know, I, 
I just got a master's degree, not a not a <laughs> law degree. But for me, the decision was I figured if I didn't do it then, I'd get busy in my career and I'd never do it. So it was now or never, and that, that was kind of the way it was. And, and I tell you, I, uh, following back up on, on that issue and some others, I felt like that I was actually the most well-prepared of all of my classmates in law school. Uh, I knew and thank I thank Auburn for this and Auburn College of Engineering for this. I felt like I knew how to think at that time. I felt like I knew how to solve problems. And those were two key components in being uh, in be- succeeding in law school and ultimately, hopefully, being a successful lawyer. We, we've had people say that. I think other the other chemical – we've had uh, somebody oh, yeah. said the exact same thing about going to law That's school. It. Maybe yeah, Cousin I mean, Dan or – Yeah, and I mean, taught them how to study, you know, taught right. them how to time management, all, right. all of those things. Right. So yeah, no. Well, so um, now where did I miss it? Where you were from originally? I am from uh, a small little mill village, Texas mill village between Opelika and Auburn, called Pepper Mill. Oh, village. okay, mm, sure, sure. Yeah. Also, well, that makes okay. That does. That does make sense. Well, so how you know being being on the forefront, tip of the spear with the decisions we're making to take this college to the next level again. I mean, it's just like you go to that level we're going to the next level uh, compare things to in in 82 in 78 the late 70s early 80s i mean you walk around you recognize the place well certainly physically it looks a <laughs> heck of a lot different we had a we had a lot of 1950s two story flat buildings flat roof buildings at the time uh, not many dorms except on the quad uh, and it's and uh, the living arrangements around the school were not as as nice as as they are today either. But uh, but in terms of the uh, in terms of the education, as I mentioned, the, they still trains you incredibly well. Uh, what I would say that I've seen change between 1977 when I first walked through these doors. Uh, well, perhaps not these doors, other doors that, <laughs> yeah. that exist at that time, Ramsey probably. Right, right. And, uh, and what I see today is, uh, number one, the caliber of the students. I don't know that I could have gotten in here, much less have, have gotten through the chemical engineering curriculum uh, with, uh, uh, with, how, uh, uh, with the type of education that it now provides and with the caliber of students that come in here and do that work. Uh, the the second thing that I would would note about the school is I think, and and I give former dean now President Roberts credit for this, and Dean Taylor has continued to work on that. Is is the whole focus has been student achievement? How do you enhance and maximize the student experience here on campus? And to their credit, and to others, to the, the whole faculty and staff here at the college, boy, they've blown that out the door. Yeah, and we no. saw we saw that today just at, at the lunch that we just had where we have our welcome back cookout. Uh, gosh, I don't think I've ever seen as many students uh, show up to that thing. So just yeah. uh, seeing that building just be alive—that was, was delicious. Awesome. Yeah, it was delicious <laughs> advancement that we've made over there. <laughs> the, uh, the burger. I, I got on your your alumni council, uh, you know, the bio, and I mean, my finger hurt from scrolling too much. I mean, I was just like, well, this isn't, I'm not going to finish this by the time, you know, he gets here. So, so talk about some of the stuff that you do at Morris Manning and Martin LLP. Well, we are, uh, we're now close to 250 lawyers. I think we're about 235. We're based out of Atlanta, although a big office in, uh, in DC as well. I'm chairman of the firm and have been for four years 
my original focus was in large urban infill redevelopment across the country. We worked on the environmental and the land use and the all the infrastructure issues and the economic incentives that go into making those developments successful. And one you might be familiar with is Atlantic Station redevelopment up in Atlanta, but we've done those around the country. Uh, do a lot of port work as well, uh, helping develop and expand port facilities, P-O-R-T, port facilities around the, uh, particularly around the East Coast and the, and the Gulf Coast. Uh, so that's, that is the, that's generally the role I have played uh, and continue to play with the firm. I mean, does it, does it get heated in the, you know, law, you know, the, the courtroom, like with that kind of thing, like something in the movies? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, fortunately, I don't spend much time in the courtroom anymore. I'd, I'd like to say I've outgrown that. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> term, but it is, uh, th- there's still a lot of, uh, raging emotions when you're, you're looking at, Environment, yeah. infill redevelopment, and environmental issues associated with that, and some of the you know, some of the emotions, uh, all of the emotions generally tend to be well founded. Some are good and and are very supportive of that effort, and some are uh, sometimes question that effort, and in particular whether you can deliver on what you promise. Sure, and that that's the one area I think we can that we can provide a real uh, substantiation of the. Uh, of the development and the ultimate product is because we have been able to deliver on it so much. We're, we're both big Andy Griffith fans. I think he was fishing for a Ben Matlock moment right there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, something like that, like a, a big, you know, your honor in a, some, some, some big moment like was that. Was that your Ben Matlock impression? <laughs> so what, I'll tell you what, there's a few episodes. You sounds uh, okay. just like that. Tell, trust well, me. Well, you know, we started earlier and we talked about why you're here today. Uh, and, you know, you're one of those alumni who, who, just gives anything and everything of your time, talent, and treasure uh, of what this college needs. Um, you know, you and Bonnie have been big supporters of the college of chemical engineering. Why is it so important to you all to give back the way you do? Uh, my wife, Bonnie, would say that uh, that learning to think is the big thing I got from Auburn. And she I can't tell you the time she has said that at parties or get-togethers or other events in which we have attended or at which we have spoken. The second – and so that leads to whatever minor success you enjoy. It's certainly I attribute it whatever I've achieved to that. Uh, the second thing, candidly, is, as I mentioned earlier, I had to pay for my education. Uh, and it's – uh, I see so many students today that absent some form of financial assistance, and this is not just Auburn, it's anywhere, but it, it comes home to me because it's Auburn, that without that financial assistance, the, we would not have the best and the brightest. And I would hate to see uh, situations where somebody who is has the work ethic, somebody has the intellect, somebody has that well-rounded composition in terms of uh, of you you know how they're going to perform. I'd hate to see them choose somewhere else for the sole reason that they can't afford to come to Auburn, and that that probably has been the driving issue. Well, and um, 
This year, this academic year, we're celebrating 150 years of the Colleges of Agriculture and the College of Engineering. We're going to have a huge bash and kick this thing off uh, right before homecoming on Sanford Lawn. Uh, and as part of that, we're you're included in this event, and we're going to have several videos celebrating the past, the present, and the future of our colleges. Um, and part of that is planned gifts, estate gifts. Um, you know, we're, we're trying – Part of this campaign is to raise millions of dollars in planned gifts, giving gifts um, for the future. You've done that. Why is was it important to you and Bonnie to do something that you're never going to see the fruits of those labors, but giving back to Auburn for something, again, like I said, that you're never going to see the results of that? Awesome. Great question. And that's what I do. Uh, well, and you're, you're, that's what you do. You just look good over here. You're really succeeding. Huh? Oh, yes. and, uh, and that, uh, I hope that script doesn't get any longer. But I would answer that by saying that when you leave this world, you would like to know that you have a continued impact upon what you've left. And for us, for Bonnie and for me, one way to know that you made that impact and continue to have that impact is through the plan giving component. What would you say to others that are contemplating that of um, why they should step up and do it? Yeah, I would, I would just offer there's no better way to leave a legacy. The thought that 50 years from now, somebody's going to be attending uh, Auburn on the Austin Phillips Scholarship or whatever it may be, that's uh, that's going to make a few people smile in heaven. Yeah, I, I think there's that. a physics scholarship you've got. <laughs> they a may have revoked here. that Did one. They, I don't know. <laughs> Gerald, uh, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, for, this has been wonderful. Yeah, for joining us. And, and again, it's great. We get to hear a lot from students who have a passion for what they're doing and who appreciate what Auburn's offering them. But to see, again, like, like we've just been saying the whole time, alumni so engaged, well, so passionate. It, it gives even somebody who's in here every day walking around, you know, you, you can take for granted sometimes what this place means to people. And to see, not only in your words, but in your deeds, what it does mean. For well, and, we, and we have those students on here that are the beneficiaries of scholarships right, of alumni right. like you. And to see them be able to thrive because they're not having to work, you know, 40 hours a week to be an undergraduate student. Um, and they're be being able to concentrate. They're being able to really immerse themselves in that student-centered experience. Uh, it's just phenomenal to see that full circle. And on a personal note, uh, I've gotten to know you a lot over the last eight, 10 years. Uh, it's a pleasure to work with you. I look forward to working with you for many years, two years when Brad gets out of the way. Um, mm -hmm. it, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being able to work with you. And, and you know, anything you ever need, you know where to find me. Well, Austin, uh, you don't know how much that means to me, and you don't know how much I cherish the relationships I have here at Auburn, including on the Auburn faculty. And I might close by saying we were uh, we were always envious of the liberal arts majors because they got to go out on dates on weekdays. <laughs> we did a lot more than that on weekdays. <laughs> Paying the price for it right yeah, now. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, that's Still great. paying the bill. Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. That's good. That, Gerald, thanks a ton. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle, gentlemen. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.